0: Hello, welcome back to the GDA podcast on this Christmas special. This week, we're going to be talking about the Carabao Cup semi-final draw and the results last night. And also, we're going to be talking about the team of the decade, because the new year is coming up along with Christmas. And also, we're going to be talking about Ancelotti and Arteta on whether they'll get the Arsenal and Everton jobs. So this week in the Carabao Cup... um,
1: Villa played Liverpool's under-13 side and beat them 5-0. Everton played Leicester and after a couple of good goals managed to lose some pre- penalties. Um, Oxford, under un- unsurprisingly, got beaten 3-1 by Man City. However, they did manage to get a goal, which is something that shouldn't be happening against a team with the amount of resources of City and United beat Colchester 3-0, which is no surprise,
2: yeah.
0: The upcoming draws are Villa versus Leicester and the Manchester derby with United versus City. Who do you think will get to the final and who do you reckon will win the semi-finals, starting with Joe. I would
1: like to think we can beat Leicester, but I don't know.
0: What about City-United?
1: I think United will win. easily. Yeah. I don't think City are doing amazing right now because 3-1 to Oxford
0: is something that shouldn't happen. Yeah. You shouldn't be allowed to get that goal. I think the best final of the year would be Villa versus United. I think it would. It would. I think you get whooped again. Oh, hopefully not. Right, Alex, who
2: do you think? I think um, Villa-Leicester. I think Leicester's going to... I think they're gonna edge it, even though they're gonna outplay Villa. Uh, I think Villa will put up a good fight, but I can't see Villa beating the team that Leicester are at the moment. Uh, but out of Man United, Man City, I can't really see who's gonna win that. Cause is it is it at the Wembley? Or yeah, at
0: Wembley. But yeah, isn't, I'm not sure. No, that's the FA Cup. Where it's in the semi, oh, yeah. so it'll be played so at Old Trafford and Empty Uh I think it depends at what stadium, really, because United have.
2: Got them first at Old Trafford. Oh. Um, I think... There's a goal difference in the Cargo Cup, it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think City will edge it, and Just. it'll be 2-2, but it'll end 1-0 to Man City at... Wait, no. It'll end 2-1 to Man City at Old Trafford and 1-0 to United at um, the
0: Etihad. And, yeah, they'll go for on goal difference. I personally think... Villa, I think I think they have Leicester first, but if they don't, it's fine, because Villa Park will be roaring up, and Leicester all will... Oh, Villa Park will be wild. Yeah, and uh, Leicester will get scared, hopefully. I know they won a couple of weeks ago, 4-1 or 3-1, but I, re- I reckon Villa could... Villa could get through. And then United versus City. If United can beat City once, surely we can do it twice. I mean... We parked the bus, I know we did, a bit, and then counted them. But it worked in the first half, and first 35 minutes, I would say, we dominated them. So if we can do that in both performances and keep a clean sheet, which would be great, then we'll be through against Villa. And overall, I think United will win it. It's uh, one of the best teams in this competition at the moment. One of, and there's only four.
2: Uh, in managerial news, um, Everton are apparently close to... Agreeing terms with Carlo Ancelotti, he was sacked earlier in the season by Napoli because um, he went on quite a bad run of form. Uh, Ancelotti has managed some teams such as Chelsea, uh, Real Madrid, by Munich, um, and it could be a step that he's not used to going to a slightly smaller team such as Everton. Uh, Duncan Ferguson has been in charge for the last three games against Chelsea, Manchester United, and Leicester, um, not losing. Uh, any of those games, except from if you can count Leicester as a loss, losing on penalties. Um, but yeah, there's some debate whether he should get the full job. Uh, what are
0: your thoughts, Dan? Uh, well, if Duncan Ferguson's going on a bit of a run, I would let that continue until it drops off. Because the problem we did with Ollie is we, he had a great run and then we signed it and it just went down from there. So I think with Ferguson, you should give him until he starts losing and then get Ancelotti in. What do you think about that? Uh,
2: yeah, it's you've, we've seen it time and time again with caretaker managers. They've done all right in their first like five games. They've won quite a few of them. But then when they're given the full-time job, it's just a bit too much pressure because they have no managerial experience at this higher level. So I think Duncan Ferguson coming in for these four games, getting a few very good results, because we've got Arsenal next, and he's going to be um, manager against Arsenal. If he can get a result out of that one, then I think he's we can probably it there's more of a chance he will become manager if we beat Arsenal. Um but yeah, I prob it's probably better keep him in charge until um Ancelotti's like fully ready and got associated with the club. Um and then when he is ready we can bring him in, start getting some good results and hopefully
0: improve. What do you think about Arteta? Rumours about him going to City very, very close. Accordingly, could be going next week or by this week he should be announced as um, manager of Arsenal. What do you think about that? Well I think um, it's a very risky one from an Arsenal perspective.
2: He's got no managerial experience. The only experience he's got is working under Pep Guardiola and I guess if you're working under any manager and want to gain experience he's probably the best manager you can work under but he's not managed a team before. He And to go back to such a big club in your first year as a manager, like I know um, Frank Lampard did it, but he went to Derby first to get some experience. But you never know. Um, uh, Guardiola did say that uh, Mikel Arteta could become one of the best managers in the world in a press conference. So, yeah,
0: if it's coming from him, it must be true. Joe, what do you think about Arteta or Ancelotti?
1: Um, Arteta, I think he will be... He needs some more experience, and I do think he should work in the lower leagues. But, um, yeah, it, it would be a bit of a throw in the deep end to, to let him start in the premiership.
0: Now, we're going to choose our team of the decade. I seen on Sky Sports this morning. Yeah, we're going to pick our team, and I'm going to ask you for a manager at the end of the decade, and I'm going to ask you for the team and explain why you think they should be in that position. And Let's we're going
2: to be playing a four-four-two.
0: Yep. Let's start with a keeper. Yeah.
2: So the choices are Courtois, Cech, Schmeichel, Hart, and De Gea.
0: So starting off with Joe, who would you pick, Joe? Um, I'd pick Cech
1: just because I think he's been the most consistent, really. Uh, Yeah, I'd probably go with Czech as well, winning
2: that Champions League with Chelsea, a great achievement and one of the best goalkeepers in his prime.
0: I would go with David De Gea, because I think personally he is one of the best shot stoppers that uh, has ever been in the Premier League before. I mean, he wasn't that good at the start of the decade, but as over time... Or the end of the decade. No, he has been good recently. Uh, So I'm picking De Gea. Now for the right backs, and Alex will go through who's available. So the three right-backs on this
2: page are Branislava Vanovic, um Pablo Zabaleta, and Kyle Walker.
1: Um, I'd go for Kyle Walker just because he's adaptable. He's played for the England squad, and he can also double up as a keeper. Um, I'd probably go with Kyle Walker as
2: well, although uh, Branislav Ivanovic was very good at Chelsea, I think. In the football that is being played in the Premier League now, I don't think he'd be as good as we think. So Kyle Walker, even though he's not on the greatest form for City, I'd probably go
0: for him. I'm going to agree with you there. Kyle Walker he has got everything that you would want in a right-back. Pace, power, strength, everything that you would want. I mean, he started off at Spurs in 2009, and ever since then he's just got better. And I think the move to City was the right move. So we're going to go Kyle Walker. Yeah, Carl Walker. Oh, just by
2: the way, we uh, picked check on the last one. It's the most votes. Uh, so, should we go Center into the centre backs now? Yeah. First centre back, we have a choice between uh, John Terry, Gary Cahill, Virgil Van Dyke, Vincent Kompany, Rio Ferdinand, or Nemanja Vidic. What are you going to pick, Joe?
1: Um, I don't think there's any doubt about it, Van Dyke. Rip van Dyke. Van Dyke. He's only been good in the last two years. Very now. quick. Yeah, but he's an absolute defensive beast. And uh, compared to John Terry's amazing pace, I I don't think.
0: And amazing penalty in 2008. But we'll leave yeah. it
1: then. Uh, so you're gonna go with Virgil Van Dyke.
2: I'm gonna go with Van Dyke. I. I'm going to go for a quite controversial one. Oh, should we pick two actually? Because there's two centre backs. Oh yeah, yeah. So who would yeah. be yeah. your second one? My
1: second one. is um, Ferdinand, I think. Yes. Just because uh, I think he's a quality player.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so now for my picks. Um, I'm going to go for a quite controversial one, but I think I'll go for Nemanja Vidic. What a legend. Because um, I saw a few times there was stats going around about how uh, the one of the seasons United won the league. There's been a lot of them in, in recent times. But um, one of them... Uh, Was when he he had in every stat, in every defensive stat, he had uh, better than Virgil van Dijk. So, yeah, I'm probably going to go with Vidic. And um, I'm probably going to go with John Terry as well, because he's he's an English football legend, let's be honest. Uh, Played for Chelsea, won the Champions League, did miss that penalty in the Champions League, which was very controversial, but yeah, a very good
0: defender. Right, I'm going to go now with Nemanja Vidic. Just because he took United and him and Ferdinand, that was a partnership that had to take over from Yap Stam and Gary Neville and Dennis Irwin, all great players like that, that back four uh, back three even. So I'm gonna pick Vidic in this for the first one. The second one, I'm gonna pick Vincent Company, same reason really. Leader and just bleed city. So I'm gonna go with them two.
2: So uh so Nemanja Matic is locked in. Vidic. Oh yeah, never mind, Vidic, Sorry. Um any whatever you called them people fans. Um and what's the other defender? I don't think we
0: got we didn't get a the who would you go with? I I'm saying John Terry. John Terry. Alec, yeah, uh, Joe. If you can't <laughs> pick Van Dyke, who would you go with out of John Terry and Vincent Company?
1: Um Probably Terry, just because of his pure uh, his reputation. Pure English defending. Pure okay.
0: English defending.
1: Okay, pure so blood.
0: we'll go John Terry
1: then. John Terry's locked in.
2: So now for left back, we got Ashley Cole, uh, Aspilicueta, Blayton Baines. Uh, yeah, that's it. Should we say you can have Zabaleta? I know he's a right back. But uh, yeah, he was yeah. very versatile. And Zabaleta, just to spice things up. Uh, okay, I'll go first. Um... Right, um, I think we all know I'm going to go for. I'm going to go Leighton Baines. What I'm going to go Ashley Cole. Yeah, he's an absolute legend, uh, both at Everton and at England. I think he's got over 100 England caps. Um, yeah, he scored a banger of a goal last night against Leicester. Sadly, he missed a penalty. Um, but he has got one of the best conversion rates of penalties in the world, so yeah, pretty easy decision for me. I'm going
0: Leighton Baines. I'm going to go Ashley Cole, just because... Chelsea and Arsenal he played at as well. They had two great clubs, and he improved them on that wing and that left back position. Joe, what do you think?
1: I'm gonna go for Ashley Cole as well, just because every time he seems to play for a team, it's they've just improved massively. Like when he, when he was playing at Arsenal, he was just phenomenal. All all I'm saying, he did he did cheat on Cheryl Cole
0: though. Like
1: why yeah, would but you cheat on the JDA podcast,
0: podcast? Sorry, we don't include relationships. We just talk about the football. Yeah, but oh
1: my god, Cheryl Cole. All right, okay,
0: all right, okay. Let's go, Ashley Cole, then at left back. Please, Please. Ashley, No, 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 Ashley
1: Cole.
2: I would. Okay, okay. Uh, let's move into the midfield. Right. Um. So There's a lot to choose from here. Left wing. Just let me pick some out. Um, I think Eden Hazard. Um. David Silver and Gareth Bale. Or should we just go for all the wingers and then Yeah, just go for all the wingers. So yeah. the wings are Eden Hazard, Mohamed Salah, Reem Sterling, David Silver can we class the winger fighting? Uh, yeah, we'll count them. yeah. We'll and them, yeah. Gareth Bale while they played for Tottenham. What about you, Jill?
1: I think Eden Hazard and Salah. I think they would be a phenomenal path. Um, I think they'd be a phenomenal partnership. I think they'd be unstoppable in their primes. Well, Eden Hazard's prime. I think, yeah, I'm definitely going
2: for Eden Hazard because what he did for Chelsea. Uh, he came from. What did he came from? The French league or? Oh, oh yeah, Veld- Andalucia. Oh Veld- no, Veld- Veld- okay. Oh, was it Lille that he came from? Yeah, yeah. I think it was Leo, uh, and just transformed Chelsea, and is now one of the best players in the world, and. Um, I'm also going to go with Gareth Bale because I think he didn't have many seasons where he was a light-up star for Gareth Bale, uh, for the, um, Tottenham. Um, he did start off as a left-back for Tottenham and had his breakthrough season at left-back, but I think when he did come on the wing he was one of the best players in the world, even though he hasn't shown it that much at uh, Real Madrid, but yeah, I think he deserves to be in this team.
1: Why have you picked um, Bale, Alex? Is it because of your Welsh heritage?
0: Mostly. Right, I'm going to choose Hazard. So Hazard's locked in. And Bale. Ooh. I would go with Salah, but it's only in the last two, three seasons that he's actually come good. Gareth Bale transformed Tottenham, really. He made them in from a mid table side, would you say? Yeah. Top six. To a champions league playing inside. They might not even being top six
2: at that point. They didn't have many good players. I think standout players, Clint Dempsey. Yeah, and those great yeah.
0: yeah. Right, so we're gonna have Hazard and Bale on the wings. Okay.
2: Uh now for the central of midfield, is that I think? Centre uh, yeah. midfield. So i can' at Leicester just saying. Uh we've got Fabregas at Chelsea not Arsenal. Sorry, Arsenal fans. Um Lampard, Kante at Leicester, Gerard, uh, De Bruyne, Torre, and Fernandinho. What, about, uh, what are you going to pick, Joe?
1: I'm going to pick Kevin De Bruyne because uh, I think he's just unstoppable at the moment. Yeah.
2: Who well two. else?
1: There's two. And, um, and I'm also going to pick Torre because he is also unstoppable at his peak.
2: Uh, I'm probably going to go with an English pairing of um, Lampard and Gerrard just because the way they played for England. um, They didn't really play that well together. I know there's a lot of jokes um, being like Gerrard doesn't know who Frank Lampard is and stuff like that but together they could have become the best midfield in the world by far so
0: yeah Gerrard and Lampard for me. I'm going to go Kante and Lampard just because Kante I know it was only that one stellar season that he had, but he showed a lot of quality in that season and he's managed to get Chelsea to show that quality as well. Uh, Frank Lampard just breeds Chelsea air, really. Manager of Chelsea at the moment, of course. But I think he has got to be up there with some of the greatest uh, of all time in the midfield.
2: So Frank Lampard's locked in and the other centre mid, should we go for? Should Can't we just go, should go for Kante? Kante yeah. We'll yeah. Kante.
0: redeveloped now moving on to the strikers so
2: the choices for strikers are Diego Costa, uh, Vardy Suarez at Liverpool, Aguero, Van Persie at United which is a controversial one, uh, Rooney at United and Harry Kane. Who are you going to go for Joe? Yeah just do.
1: Uh, I'm going to do Aguero and Kane because Kane is well ridiculously good, we saw him at at international standard, we've seen him in the Premiership, I just think he's class. And Aguero, also another offensive beast. Alex? Uh,
2: I'm definitely going Aguero, Um, one of the top scorers, the top scorer of all time for City, Uh, one of the top scorers ever in the Premier League and probably going to go Wayne Rooney, I know I could have gone Suarez. But yeah, probably going to go with Rooney for what he did for England and Man United, all those great goals.
0: I'm going to go Van Persie and Rooney, the two United duo. Van Persie uh, came off quite a bad time at Arsenal, but came good at United under that 2013 Premier League winning victory under Sir Alex. And Wayne Rooney, just living Manchester United legend, scoring as many, scores as a lot of goals for England and United—the highest they've ever seen—past Bobby Charleston, in both records. So I'm going to choose them too.
2: So we've got Aguero with two votes and Wayne Rooney with two votes. So should I go for the team? Yeah, go for the team. So in goal we have Petr Cech at Chelsea, absolute legend, uh, Champions League winner, uh, and also we've got Ashley Cole at left back. Uh, Centre back pairing of Nemanja Vidic and John Terry. And Kyle Walker at right back on the two wings. We've got Hazard and Bale. In the midfield, we have Lampard and Kante. And two strikers, we have a lethal lethal partnership of Rooney and Aguero. That's it for
0: this podcast. Hope you have a good weekend. That's bye from me.
1: And me. And me. Happy Christmas.